Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. Before we get started with today's show, I have another member of the Cryptocurrent family, Steve Miller, who's going to be telling you more ways that you can stay cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, if you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, Come and join us over on Clubhouse, a new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right, live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at CryptoCurrent on Clubhouse and you'll find our group. Join up because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of CryptoCurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a really special guest that has been in the crypto space for a while, actually has their own content, a really cool one with a unique twist called Cigars in Crypto. We have Dante. How are you doing today? I'm well, sir. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. I saw you back on Twitter is how I first discovered you. Listened to a couple episodes. I was like, man, this would be a really cool cat to come bring on the show. Glad I was able to get you. But before we dive in, let's get some background on you. Let everyone know who you are. Sure. Well, my name is Dante. I am the host and owner of the Cigars and Crypto podcast. I am a cigar aficionado and a devout cryptocurrency hodler. I am a Bitcoiner. Been in the space since 2014. Got in initially as a miner. Kind of transitioned away from that when difficulty increased and my miner wasn't producing a profit anymore. So I hodled for a few years. And in 2017, I came back into the space. That's when I found crypto Twitter. And realized, hey, I still have like crypto and like these wallets and I'm wondering what it's worth. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So after that, uh, I just kind of just dove into the space, started the podcast about two and a half years ago, and I've just been running with it ever since. It's amazing, man. Well, the fact that you're able to get in pretty early, being a miner, also being a hodler, big, big thing. Also being hardcore Bitcoin. I'm sure we can dive into that as well. I enjoy those conversations. But as you got back in and you looked at all of your wallets, and you realized, wow, like I still have a lot of this crypto. At what point when you went and discovered there was a crypto Twitter, you're like, all right, I now want to create a podcast. I now want to like tell people about this. Like, tell me about that transition. There were a lot of people that I found on crypto Twitter. Very few of them wanted to give me resources to do my own research. I would reach out to people. They would either ignore me or they will be like, just figure it out. Then I reached out to a guy on Twitter. His name is Mansa Godson. Shout out to Mansa. And he said, hey, if you're serious about this, what you need to do is you need to go here. You need to go there. Sign up for this. Learn about that. And then come back to me if you have any questions. And that's how I fell down the rabbit hole. 
when I got to the bottom of the rabbit hole and I realized, wow, there's a lot here that I need to learn. And I said, what's the easiest way to learn something or to get an answer to a question? And it's simply to ask someone. So I said, well, if people are ignoring my DMs or ignoring my tweets, how do I just ask someone a question? So I started a podcast. I have a background in radio, so I figured, well, I'll just ask questions. So I just started inviting people on my show. And then I would just ask all the questions that I want answers for. And they just started freely giving them to me. And here I am 156 episodes later, and I'm still asking questions and I'm still learning every day. And I never, ever, ever assume that I know something. I always assume that I don't know. And I'm always asking deeper and poignant questions of people. So that's how I got to that point. But that's amazing. Like one of the things that we speak on a lot here is about following your curiosity. And, you know, we started this show about two and a half years ago as well. And I, I literally ran into the same issue where, you know, this was early 2018. So we're at the top of the bubble when everything started going down in crypto space and all the educational pieces, well, things that are out there about crypto and blockchain where either here's how you get rich quick or here's a bunch of this highly technical stuff that I don't understand that no one can explain to me. And then when you find someone actually knows what they're talking about, they don't have time for you. So I wanted to be able to create that content in that way to be able to have digestible information, but Mm -hmm. to talk to leaders in the space. And it sounds like you did something very similar and that's amazing. Kudos to you for getting that and for following your curiosity. And I I still do my best to do the same. And with that, having having done 156 episodes, I'm sure you've spoken to a lot of remarkable people and learned a lot. Are there any notable interviews that you've done, whether you want to name drop people or not, or if you just have nuggets that like, once you heard it for the first time, it stuck with you and actually altered your approach to crypto? Wow. See, I don't want to name drop because there's some people that I obviously don't remember. Not that I don't remember them, but the episodes I don't necessarily remember. But I have had folks like Jimmy Song and Jameson Lop on my show and completely blow my mind about cryptocurrency. I've had folks like Bagsy on my show who really piqued my interest as it pertains to trading. And because I'm a cigar guy, I've had some really great cigar folks on my show that teach me about what it is to be a cigar smoker in the cigar culture and how to really get the most out of it. Everyone that comes on my show, I learn from, and I reach out to them specifically to learn from them. I think those are the two folks that I may have learned the most from. I have some folks that are coming out over the next couple of weeks that are Amazing as well. But I think those are the two biggest ones right now that really stand out to me in terms of a learning experience with them. And with those two learning experiences, what would you say were some of like the bigger nuggets? So for example, you know, I've had a ton of amazing people on my show, but you you brought up Bitcoin. An old episode that I had was with Jan Pritzker, who's the CTO of Swan Bitcoin. And he was the first person to make me realize that there is no reason why I shouldn't be hodling Bitcoin, that I shouldn't be dollar cost averaging and consistently purchasing Bitcoin. Because before then, I'm still not a Bitcoin maximalist, but like I, I was like, you know, even at the time when Bitcoin was around 10,000, I was like, oh, I can't buy a full Bitcoin. Like it doesn't even really make sense. Let me go after some of these altcoins that I can at least purchase some. But he changed my mind and I actually use their, their, their platform and other stuff. And like, I, I will always remember that because I feel like that was a big turning point in my own like crypto journey. So again, with the, the two pieces of, of combo that in, in people that you just brought up, you know, what were some of those like nuggets that like stuck out to you? 
Today's podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs, where you can earn 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum yearly. Tantra Labs is a team of researchers, engineers, and data scientists, economists, and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S. except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. Jimmy helped me to understand why I have been moving towards Bitcoin maximalism. I won't say that I am a maximalist. I always tell people I am a capitalist. Heard that. But he helped me to understand why I've been moving in that direction, how this culmination of events, both good and bad, are moving me towards something simpler than the path that I was taking before. And Jameson really helped me to understand the principles behind Bitcoin and why it's important and the need to have security and what being your own bank really means. And those things really kind of resonated with me. And it actually took me some time to get those episodes out because like I said before, they're learning experiences for me. So Mm -hmm. I'll listen to an episode three, four, maybe five times. And I take notes on the episode before I even start editing and put it out for other people to hear. So that meant the most to me. That's amazing, man. And it's interesting that you bring up like listening to episodes, kind of learn from it as well. Like every episode that I do, I go back and revisit and then listen to because there, there are nuggets. And like, even when you're having a conversation, yeah, you're taking bits and pieces away, but there's always, when you go back and listen to something, there's something new that you might've not have fully gathered or in the moment at that time, you, you weren't ready to receive that information, but a couple of you know days, weeks, whatever later, after you've learned a little bit more, now you fully understand what they were trying to share with you. Right. And so mm-hmm. I found that to be like really powerful as well. And so I guess my next question I want to pose to you is, again, since you've been doing this for a while now, like what are the types of interviews that you really enjoy slash like your audience enjoys? Like, what is it the dynamic? Is it like the nuggets that they drop? Like, I think that what's been very helpful for a lot of my listeners has been one energy, kind of the story frame of understanding like who they are and like their company and what they've been doing, but then also like having it feel like a warm conversation. I think for me, that's, That's the one thing that I seek out the most. I only have two set questions in my interviews. How did you get into crypto and where you see the future of crypto? Everything else is just a reaction to things that they say to me. And my show format is primarily just a discussion. The same way you will walk up to someone in a conference and just have a discussion. Hey, how are you? My name is Dante. What's your name? Who do you work for? What do you do? Did you have a good time while you're here? Those types of questions really resonate with my audience. And I keep my format short. So it's very rare that I have an episode that's more than 30 minutes. And I did that because I listen to podcasts on my way to work. And if your show is three or four hours long, I don't want to have to take two days to go through it. Yeah. I want to be able to listen to it on my commute. I want to be able to listen to two on my commute each way. You know, and so I keep my format short and in keeping it short, I found that just having discussions with people 
is really meaningful to my listeners. And I would hope that at some point my listeners become your listeners too. So, For sure. No, I appreciate that. I can't have you on the show without talking about cigar, right? So I am just now getting into space. Our CTO, Stephen Miller, shout out to you, who helped actually get you on the show. Mm-hmm. He is by far the cigar aficionado that I know in my life, right? If, okay. if you could impart some wisdom to people who are on the show who've always been curious about cigars or want to learn a little bit more, you know, what are some of those like base things that we could learn slash like initially get into as we learn about it? There is something for everyone. There is no such thing as the best cigar. Cigar smoking is subjective and it's unique to the individual. So the best cigar is the one that you're smoking. I firmly believe that as you enter the space, don't allow people to tell you that the most expensive cigar is the best cigar because it's quite often not true. Everyone's palate is unique. So the way you experience a cigar, when you clip the cap, you sniff the foot, cold draw, you get that experience of what the tobacco tastes like before you light it. When you toast the foot and you light the cigar and you draw from it like water through a straw and you have that experience, you should be thinking nothing but relaxation because that's what cigar smoking is. Great conversation. Bourbon, I'm a rum drinker, but if you're a bourbon guy or girl, have some bourbon. Yeah sit back, pair it with some nice music and just relax because that's what cigar smoking is all about. I definitely appreciate that. And it's interesting that you, you say it like that because that was how Stephen kind of portrayed it to me. And, and it's supposed to be an experience. It's supposed to be a relaxing moment. It's not, you're not doing that like in, and then trying to like actively proactively like do something high energy, right? It's, it's a moment to sit right. back and to relax and to engage and to enjoy the moment. So Everyone listen, go back and re-listen to that because I thought that was a really great explanation and definitely can tell you're passionate about cigars. So thank you for, for, for sharing that. Okay, and one more quick question on cigars. If mm-hmm. you had to pick one to a brand new newbie, what would be a good one to start? Wow, that's a good question. Brand new, never smoked a cigar before? Yeah. Or maybe had like one or two in their life. Don't, don't really know anything. Okay. If I had to pick a brand new cigar that... I was going to give to someone that cigar will probably be the CAO Amazon Basin. They're hard to find, but it's a fantastic, fantastic cigar. It has a delicious Brazilian Bragunca wrapper, a Nika binder and filler with uh, some Viso and Seco in there. And the cold draw on the cigar tastes like like raisins or apricots. And when you toast the foot and you begin to smoke it, you get that fragrance and aroma as you're smoking the cigar. It is a very, very unique experience. And because it doesn't have a paper band on it and the band of the cigar is tightly wound wrapper leaf, when you smoke the cigar to the band, you get this pop of flavor that's just insane. So if you're looking at first time smoking, do your best to go find a CAO Amazon Basin or the CAO Amazon Fuma. You can't go wrong. Amazing. I'm definitely going to go look it up myself. Thank you for, for dropping that on us. Now to shift back into crypto just for a second. 
as we are looking at an exciting 2021, we're doing uh, a fun time within a, a bull cycle. What are some things that you're looking out for slash hash your attention right now in the space? The number of institutional investors coming into the space really has my attention. I firmly believe that there'll be very few buying opportunities below 45,000 on Bitcoin. I don't give price act, you know, price action right. and quotes and stuff like that, but I think the days of finding Bitcoin at under maybe 40, 45,000 are slim to none because institutions come into this space, they are real hodlers. Yeah, and, they're not going to let it drop. If they right. do, they're going to buy it immediately. Exactly. And I just prefer to just dollar cost average. I own a media company that does uh, voiceover work, commercial work, and I get paid in Bitcoin. I also work for another blockchain company in this space part-time as a project manager, and I get paid in Bitcoin. So my goal right now is to accumulate as much Bitcoin as humanly possible. And if there's any other way that I can earn Bitcoin, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> so I, that. Um, I think the only thing that, I, that, that really has my attention is the number of institutional investors and corporations in the space and ways to kind of have Bitcoin come to me as opposed to me actively having to seek it out. So, For sure. I think that's a smart way to do it. And, you know, there's a lot of different NFL people that are starting to take their paychecks in, in Bitcoin. You have mm -hmm. different cities that are, are letting you pay your taxes and, 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 other, and, and get paychecks like Miami in Bitcoin. So this is definitely a trend worth looking into. And he said another magical word, dollar cost average. I talk about that all the time. That's very important. Another really great way to make sure that you are consistently finding opportunities to get in the world of crypto. Dante, having been in the space for as long as you have, if you could take all the knowledge you have right now and go back to yourself when you first started, what are like two to three things you would, of, of wisdom you would impart to yourself? Don't spend it. When I got into this space, the narrative that we have today of store of value was non-existent. Bitcoin was money. So I would spend it. I would mine it and spend it. I would go places like uh, overstock.com or uh, cheap air by flights and hotels, or it's called New Egg now, but it, it used to be another website name and was branded differently. And they accepted Bitcoin for like computer and computer parts purchases because I owned a computer business back in the day. I would not have spent a dime of that Bitcoin. If I had all of the Bitcoin that I had mined and traded, from when I got into the space in September of 2014, I'd be rich right now. I don't have regrets about that though, because along the way, I've met some really interesting people who've owned interesting businesses and accepted Bitcoin for goods and services. As a matter of fact, shout out to Linda's Dutch Pancake House in Aruba. I spent a lot of Bitcoin there. They are an amazing establishment. The food is great. So if you ever find yourself in a room, check them out. The second thing is don't get attracted to the bright, shiny object. I've been scammed out of Bitcoin by being attracted to bright, shiny objects in the form of ICOs. 2016, 2017 were rough years for me as it pertained to Bitcoin because I was scammed out of stuff. At that point, I had been cool with reading white papers and being able to spot out fakes, but there were some really well-written white papers that offered interesting use cases that I thought 
were novel and would be something and lost a ton of Bitcoin doing that. So don't be attracted to the bright, shiny object. Stick with Bitcoin. Stick with the things that you're familiar with and educate yourself. Don't just jump in because the guy next door or your Uber driver or some guy on a bus or some guy at work says, oh, you need to buy this next thing because it's just going to be absolutely amazing. Just stick with what you know. That's it. To use a, a crypto term, it's called aping. Yeah. <laughs> Buying without necessarily understanding anything about it, just jumping all over it. Go look up some of these crypto terms. They're really funny. But thank you so much for that, Dante. As we kind of wrap up this, this convo, you, I think you dropped a lot of really great, amazing things for us. But what is a final thought that you want to leave with the listeners today? Every day is an opportunity to improve your future. Every day is an opportunity to do something different. Life is nothing but a series of decisions and experiences and decide every day to buy Bitcoin and have good experiences with your family and your friends. Enjoy this time in our life because this will never be the same again. You'll never be a part of another financial revolution the way we are right now. We, we won't live that long. So enjoy it. And that's yeah. it for me. Man, that's an amazing final thought. This is a special time and been saying that a lot recently, but there's, this is truly a special time in history and everyone that's listening to this, you're a part of the movement. So definitely go check out Dante. What are some ways that people can learn more about you and your podcast and connect and find ways to keep engaging? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at InvestNoir, I-N-V-E-S-T-N-O-I-R. Or you can follow my show page on Twitter at Cigars and Crypto or visit me online at www.cigarsandcrypto.com. Perfect. Well, again, Dante, thank you for spending some time with us. Everyone go make sure you check him out. And for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Pirate M, who said, This podcast is great. I didn't know that much about cryptocurrency before I started listening, but now I feel great. The topics covered and guests are all fantastic. Additionally, the information is easy to understand, even if you aren't that well-versed because of how entertaining the whole show is. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Crypto Current with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay crypto current.